Hello everybody and welcome back to another brand new, fresh off the press, hot off the oven, straight into the burning pits of hellfire we go. I am your host Wingless Valkyrie, also known as Torsten Ogle, and this is my co-host Refixix, also known as Jackson Kamiki. Why do I always get that wrong? In some way, shape, or form, it's always wrong. I got it for myself right. This is my co-host Jackson Kamiki, also known as Refixix. Or wait, which way did I say it for me? Did I say... Wingless Valkyrie, also known as Torsten? Or did I say Torsten, also known as Wingless Valkyrie? You did it opposite. I did it opposite for myself as well? Or did I do it correct no, for myself you and you? You did it correct for yourself, but you did it opposite okay. for me. Okay, see, that's what I thought I did. And then I thought, like, maybe, no, I did get it right, and I'm just thinking I did it wrong. And fuck, now we're, now we're here, and it's awkward, and it's like every podcast we ever do, so at least we're consistent. That's the important thing, we're consistent. So, exactly. fabulous. Indeed, Arena. So, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This, I don't, I haven't looked at the calendar. I may, I'm going to look at the calendar right now, but this might be the last podcast of this year. I don't think so. I think we might have one more podcast before the end of the year. Let me just quickly check the calendar here because I could be trying to make, you know, something big out of. No, we have one more podcast before. Oh, no, maybe we don't. Um, we do Not this on Christmas. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say, wait, hold on. <laughs> we do the podcast every Tuesday, and next Tuesday is Christmas, so maybe we don't have a podcast next week. Uh, that ain't happening. We, yeah, no, no, can't happen on my end either, so maybe we should figure that out. And then, well, you know what? Uh, if you're listening to this on Anchor or Spotify or Google Podcasts or whatever podcast app you listen to, um, the way, I don't know if you can see these on other podcast apps, but on Anchor, you can see what season and what episode the podcasts are on. So every episode on Anchor we've been putting out so far has been season one. This is the first year we've been using Anchor. And then start of January, it'll be season two. So I don't know if any other podcast apps do that or not. You might have to check yours, but you'll be able to know if this is the last episode of this year or if it's the second last episode of this year. And if you don't, don't worry. I'll be sure to make a fool of myself by talking about it in the next podcast anyways. Or the second next podcast. Who knows? We don't know. We'll find out anyways. So... Welcome back, everybody. Happy to have you here. Hello, FFT360, who says, Hey, Dad, feels okay, man. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad your feels okay, man. As long as it's not feels bad, man, then that's what matters. Cheers to you. Skull to everybody. I hope you're all having a wonderful December. I, myself, am having a great December because last podcast I talked about how it had finally snowed here and it didn't go away. Well... Sorry, everybody. That snow went way away. We had like plus seven degrees today and there is no more snow in Kelowna whatsoever. And it is beautiful. And the weather actually says we might not even get snow until Christmas now or until after Christmas, which would be the first Christmas I've ever had without snow. In the five years I've been living here, there's always at least been snow at Christmas. This might be the first year where there isn't, which would be really interesting. But hey, we'll see. Is that a can of beer? No, I don't drink alcohol. This is Peace Tea Raspberry. You can thank Refixix for putting me onto you, this. You don't drink alcohol, eh? I, I don't drink alcohol very often, if ever. And the only and the ironic, sad thing is that the only times I do drink alcohol have been... The only times I've ever been drunk in my life as well. So <laughs> it's like I don't I don't drink ever. It's a very, very rare time for me to drink. But if I do drink, I'm drinking to get drunk because there's a there, the end goal is for entertainment. So like to round up everything, the first time I ever drank was my birthday. And I figured, well, if, if it's my if it's my birthday and I'm legal now in Canada, I might as well get drunk just to see what it's like, because fuck it, it's legal now, let's do it. The second time, what was the second time? The second time was also at my house, no, was it? No. 
Maybe. Yes. No. I can't remember. Second time's blurry. So it's probably was also at my house. For reasons. <laughs> For reasons. <laughs> it's probably also at my house, though. I, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first time was my birthday when I turned 18. The second time was a Christmas party called Abelskula after. Right. Yeah. Which, um, which is a Danish Christmas party where you have a, a suite called Abelskula. It's basically a little, like, pancake doughy thing that you put like jam or sugar or Nutella in and then you eat it and it's fucking delicious and everybody and I do mean everybody gets drunk that night including one random Abelisco after after I turned 18 where I decided to get drunk that night cuz fuck it so there was that one there was that time and the third and the last time I actually got drunk which was on a live stream which there are no clips of anywhere on the internet you can't ever find it <laughs> um, where I got drunk on a live stream and uh, I talked a lot about my feelings and I screamed very loudly into the microphone and my friend who lives uh, down the street, Ethereal Ashy, had to come over and, you know, haul me off the floor because they saw me pass out onto the floor on the webcam while we were playing Cards Against Humanity. And lucky enough for her, I had left my door unlocked. She doesn't have a key, so she was able to just, you know, let herself in, drag me off the floor of the live stream, and then end the live stream for me and put me to bed. Super, super I thankful for that. that. Yeah, super thankful I for that. Very, that. very thankful for that. She doesn't let me forget it either. <laughs> so. <laughs> for good reason. For good reason. <laughs> She saved but your ass. You I would have been fine. I wouldn't have died. I was fine. Y'all are. And even if I did, you guys would have seen it was being live streamed. <laughs> so, someone would have been able to help me, but no, I was fine. So, that was the only few times I've ever been drunk, and I have never been drunk since for good reason. So, and I don't think I ever, like, at, at this point in time, I don't see any reason to get drunk again. I'm sure there'll come a point where I decide, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get drunk. Let's, it'll probably be for like an entertainment purpose because I have no reason to get drunk on my by myself because I don't drink. So why would I? Uh, if I'm going to get drunk, it's for entertainment purposes and not my own entertainment, quite clearly. <laughs> so <laughs> you just had to throw that out there. Just had to throw that out there. So 360 says Nate flashbacks. Goes. Yeah, it's for it's for you guys. It's not for me. It's for you guys. Feel appreciated. <laughs> um, 360 says flashbacks to all the drunk streams all the drunk. It was one drunk stream. What the fuck are you talking about all the drunk streams? There's more than one that I don't remember. I doubt that. Yeah, I remember that that was awkward. Wait a second your door was unlocked uh, Yes, it shouldn't have been I always lock my door when I get home But for one random reason that night I decided to leave my door unlocked and you know what? Thankful that it that I did because Ashley was able to haul me off the floor and take me over to bed and end my and my and my live stream because if she wasn't, then the live stream would have just kept going and I would have just fallen asleep on the freaking floor. Well, I did fall asleep on the floor. But like, I would have woken up and the live stream still been going. And one of you would probably been there. I've been here for 12 hours. <laughs> just waiting for him to wake up. He woke up! He woke up! <laughs> Another 12 hours and I would have called the police. <laughs> I have no doubt that would have happened. So. Anywho. So, long story short, no, this is Peace Tea Raspberry. Thankful you can thank Refixix for getting this on to me. No, actually no. Wait, you could thank. <sighs> you know what? I've already started. I'm gonna thank Refixix for getting this on to me, even though I decided to try it one day without his opinion whatsoever. But I, I just think of Refixix every time I look at PST because you said you hate the raspberry one, and you liked the yellow one or something, like that, right? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I'm so. not a huge fan of raspberry stuff. Yeah. Okay. So don't thank from thank him for this, but do. I don't know where I'm going. We're moving on from this topic. So, 
I had a topic. I still want to talk about it that I told Jackson I wanted to talk about for the, for this podcast, and I, it's very very enlightening. Structure. What is this? <laughs> it's a structure. I know it's amazing. It's only one thing though. However, it's not the first thing we're going to talk about now because just while we were sitting here, like playing the intro music, waiting for the live stream to go up, I saw that. Um, sea of Thieves had posted that one of their players tweeted at them showing that they had 1570 hours in Sea of Thieves and They were like holy shit. Does anybody have more hours than this guy? Send us a, a screenshot and I was like how the fuck did they figure that out? And so we linked that Xbox on their webpage right now if you sign in with your account you can see how many hours you you played in the games for that year and you get like a little token of appreciation they basically build you a snow globe a virtual snow globe with the little remnants of all the games you've played. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because the only way I've been able to check how many hours I have in Sea of Thieves is when you open up Sea of Thieves, you then alt-tab out and you open up Task Manager, you go to CPU usage and it shows, and then it shows all the programs that the your processor is working on. But if you click on an individual program that is running on the CPU, you can see how long the CPU has spent running that program in total. And then it shows hours played or hours that the program has been open so it's a very oh round it's a very roundabout way of looking at it but it works and i hadn't checked that in a very long time and i actually still haven't for a while last i checked it was like 50 or 60 hours or something like that and this was a while ago i haven't checked it recently so i thought oh okay cool if i can just go to my xbox sign in and just check there sweet so i went to xbox and i'm gonna open this up for you guys here and you'll sorry jackson your camera's going out of view for now but so no. So here's my here's my snow globe, everybody, for 2018. Your 2018 was a thing of beauty. Thanks for spending it with us. And this is my snow globe. If I can go back and show you the things... No, I can just rotate it. Okay, so... This is what it showed me, though. While I was building the snow globe, it was telling me all these different things that were happening. And it was like, the game you spent the most time in for 2018, and we're super proud of you for, was Halo the Master Chief Collection. And I was like, what? <laughs> Well, how? <laughs> There's no fucking way I spent the most time playing Halo the Master Chief Collection. Granted, I've been playing it a lot, and I'm, I think I'm like over halfway done the second uh, Halo 2 now, and I was actually playing it today. So, I was like, okay, I know I've been playing it, but I did, there's no way it's like the game I've spent the most playing on my Microsoft account. There's no way. Sea of Thieves is, by a fucking long shot, the number one game. But it kept giving me these wards for like achievements that I that I gotten in Halo, the Master Chief Collection, over and over again, and different things and such, and how about I went up in rank and such for that. So I was like, why is there not a single thing about Sea of Thieves here? And then I got to my full summary here, and I scroll down to my full summary here. Now the ironic thing is I'm in the top 14% for game score ranking in 2018. How the fuck that's possible, I don't know, but take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, I went up by 260 game score this year. Uh, my game score is 6,861 to date, and it increased by 4% over the year. And I'm in the top 14%. Again, how? I don't fucking know, but I am. Now, here's the thing. Top 18% hours played. 19 hours. I've My Microsoft account says I've only spent 19 hours this year playing games. So I knew something's wrong, because there's no way. And here's the funniest thing. Shooter hours, 16. Action adventure hours, 2. Platformer hours, 1. So now I'm really confused, right? 
here, and then this is the best part here, this one right here. Halo the Master Chief Collection, most played game 2018, with 12 hours on Halo the Master Chief Collection, two hours on Castle Crashers, two hours on Call of Duty Black Ops, two hours on Halo 3, the original, from the Xbox 360 disc that I still had, and one hour in Sea of Thieves. So, <laughs> something's wrong. Something was clearly broken in this review. So, oh, that's my Twitter now. There I go. So, we're pulling Jackson's back up on the webcam now. So, I was I was dumbfounded. I was like, how the fuck did this get so wrong? And I, like, tr I retried it again and refreshed it and I got the same thing again. So, I tried to figure out why the fuck that's going on. And I've realized how that worked out now. Because when I open up Sea of Thieves, you don't always have the Xbox app open. So you're not logged in to your Microsoft account when you open up Sea of Thieves. You're only ever logged into your Microsoft account when you either A, turn on your Xbox and you automatically log in, even while you're just watching Netflix, you're still logged into your Xbox account. But if you're playing on PC, a Microsoft game, you're not logged in unless you have the Xbox app open. And I never have that thing open unless I'm inviting people and that is it. Like, I, like when I'm playing with you or Sushi or something, I open up the app to invite you guys or to let you like join in on me. As soon as you guys are in, I close the app. That's it. So, which kind of sucks because now my snow globe looks like I'm a fucking like avid Halo fan, which I am, but like that's the only thing I played. But and ironically, I only played 16 hours worth of it all year, which looks really bad. So, that's a funny thing. Or really good. Depends or really good. Life or not. That's true. Which we don't. Let's be clear. I don't. <laughs> so hell no. That's hell no. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> but there you go. So if anybody wants to check, if you're if you're like an avid Xbox player and you like only play it on Xbox, you don't have a PC. This might be a really really accurate description for you for what you've done this year, and you can get a little virtual snow globe with a amalgamation of stuff you did this year. So if you want to check that out, go to Xbox.com and sign in with your account and look at your year in review. That'll be pretty dope. However, if you play games on PC that are Microsoft games like I do, like Sea of Thieves, it won't be accurate at all in the slightest. And if you're hoping for a bunch of Sea of Thieves stuff like I was, you're not going to get it. Unless you keep the Xbox app open 24-7 on your computer, then maybe. But that's different. But anyways, I just wanted to pop that out, share it. I'm sure there's something for Sony as well for PlayStation. I wouldn't know. I'm not as huge into Sony as I am into Microsoft. I have a PlayStation. I just don't ever fucking use it. So there's that. But there you go. I just wanted to shout out that little thingy that you guys can do if you're feeling, you know, nostalgic about your year of gaming. So anywho, moving on from that. Um... FFT360 says, what's his name? Tfue had Mr. Beast steal him from his stream for, like, a couple hours. What? What does that have to do with anything? Also, I don't watch anything to do with Tfue or Mr. Beast. The only thing I've seen recently that had to do with Mr. Beast was when I watched a YouTuber I know called Mini Lad, or Craig Thompson, was in... He did a Last to Leave the, the Circle gets $20,000, and him and a bunch of other YouTube creators stood in this circle... Uh, and they added weights to their to their clothing every two hours. They get a 10-pound weight added, and the last one to leave the circle got $20,000. And the stupid thing was that, like, there was 36 hours or 35 hours in, and Craig and four others were left. There's only five of them. And, they, and then Craig, finally, he had to leave. His back was killing him, and he had to, he had to get out of there. So... 
He took the weights off and he left the circle. The moment that fucker left the circle, the other four were like, all right, here's the deal. We'll just split this 25% four ways. Everyone gets money. Cool. And then they did that. And then everyone else left the circle. The fucking moment Craig left made me very upset. <laughs> but, oh well. It was what it was. It was 100k. It was 100k? Okay, it was 100k. Sorry, not 20,000. Even more. So every, so every one of those four got $25,000 and Craig got nothing. He got a shout out at the end, which means fuck all. So there was that. But it, it's exposure. He had exposure for every single fucking YouTuber in that goddamn video had exposure from the first minute. Some of them more than others if they left early on. But Craig had the same amount of exposure as the other four did, he just got fucking gypped out of $25,000 because he left and they all- the moment he left and started taking the weights off, they were like, yo, 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 there's four of us, let's put this 25 ways, or 25 ways, 25% each way, and get the fuck out. And they're like, alright, cool, done. And then Craig was like, this motherfucker, am I a joke to you? Like, fuck you guys, so. I was- I was very, very upset. I was very proud of him for making it that far, because he doesn't, you know, he's not like the most fit human being on planet. So, I was proud of him for getting that far, but I was very upset that those four was just like, alright, cool. 25% each way, but whatever. It is what it is. Anyways, so, the thing I want to talk about is not gaming related, but I think it's very, very important, and I had an epiphany about it. But before I get into this conversation, I want to pass the mic off to Jackson and ask, do you have anything you want to talk about? because I might be talking about this for a little bit, and I do not want you getting stupidly bored out of your mind and feeling like you're neglected. So, anything you want to go ham on, go ham, go as long as you'd like. I'm gonna drink my raspberry slush, not slush, peace tea, and eat my sandwich. If you want to talk about anything, go for it, my guy. I really don't have much to say today, to be honest. Okay. It's been a pretty boring day. Well then, actually, you know what? I'm going to force you to talk. What are you planning on cooking tonight, Jackson? There you go. Talk about your cooking thing. I'll give you three guesses. Is it chili? Nope. Is it pasta? Has pasta in it. Is it lasagna? Nope. Oh. How <laughs> could you fail? <laughs> I'm not a cook. I don't know cooking shit. I, I bake more than I cook. I cook all the time. I th see, you asked me that before, and I thought it was chili. No, 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 no. It's I was gonna say Smirnoff, but that's a fucking alcoholic drink. Um, yes, I cook. You cook Smirnoff. I take a Smirnoff bottle, put it in a fucking pan, and boil it. No, <laughs> um, fucking. It. it starts with an S, isn't it? It's like a fucking amalgamation of noodles and pasta. And like you add shit to it. Noodles and pasta. Let's fuck you. Okay, I'm trying to think here. <laughs> I don't cook. I don't know these things. Um, stir fry. That's the word I looked for, right? Yeah. See, yeah, I knew. Really. Yeah, yes. I knew. I knew it started with an S. There you go. Okay. So he's cooking stir fry. All right. Well, tell us about your stir fry adventure you're planning on having tonight. It's I'm gonna, not that interesting. Well, you tell me about it while I eat this gas station six dollar sandwich, bitch. <laughs> there's really nothing to say about it. There's chicken. There's noodles. Carrots. Onion and broccoli that's basically it well tell us your process like what what do you do to the broccoli before you add it to your stir fry do you do you mash it do you smother it in grease do you you know stir it up with a bit of bitch lasagna like there's a pewdiepie reference for anybody who doesn't know but like do you do anything fun and exciting with not just the broccoli but like maybe the onions too or even like i don't i don't know i literally throw it all together and put sauce on it that's 
all I do. What kind of sauce do you pick? What, what, what is the specialty, the brand name, the size? What do you pick? I'm so disappointed in you right now. Why? <laughs> like, like I should know the sauce you use in your meals? No, the fact that you're making me talk about something so boring. It's not boring. Dude, there are... There are the Food Network is an entire fucking category of stuff strictly related to food. People love that shit. It was on... It was on the TV at my old job 24-7. So, don't assume people don't think cooking is boring. Mine is. What? Fine. I'm just... Okay, fine. <laughs> well, I'm gonna finish fucking chewing what I'm eating right now. I'm sorry, podcast listeners, if you don't like the sound of chewing. I tried to keep it quiet, but not everything, you know, can be quiet. <laughs> podcast. The beginning of this podcast also has a lot of awkward breaks. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just how it is. Then again, I was kind of un unprepared for today because I completely forgot about it. But That is hey. totally okay. All right. Not that it happens every week. No, yeah, not that it happens every week at the same day, roughly around the same time every week. No. <laughs> Okay, here's what I want to talk about today. So, I'm going to start off with something, and I'm going to mention it, and I'm not going to talk about it again. But I'm going to mention it, I'm going to talk about something briefly before, afterwards, and then I'm going to go into the main topic. So, last podcast, I mentioned that I was in a relationship with a girl named Kendra. And I said I wasn't going to show her online or anything because I didn't want to, you know, make a big video about it. And then if something happened, then I would have to explain publicly that we broke up and that everything... Like, and have to go through all that again. And I didn't want to do that. And I said, if you wanted to know what she looked like, find a video on my YouTube channel. She's in it. And you can check it out that way. Kendra and I are no longer together. Okay? Simple as that. There's no bad blood between us. It just... Stuff happened. And it was out of my control. So, I'm going to leave it at that. However, it's very important that you guys know that for the next part of my conversation I'm going to have here. So, what was the thing I was going to say about afterwards? Okay, so... Let me get the basics out. Nobody cheated on either one of us. There isn't there's no bad blood. We're still quote unquote friends. I'm taking a bit of a break because I need a bit of a breather after relationships because I get very, very, very invested in the other person and I can't just, you know, flip a switch and go back to, you know, from relationship status to friendship status. I still have feelings there and I need those feelings to go away before I can talk again. So that seems seems weird to a lot of people, I know, but we're not talking right now, but we're fine. So I'll make that clear. However, the thing that I always thought that I kind of, I had a general idea of what I wanted out of a relationship. I know my personality well enough that I know when I'm very well suited with someone, and I, I would like to think I can, I can visualize where me and another person or my significant other are going to be in several years' time. I'd like to think that, but I've been wrong every single time so far, so take that with a grain of salt as well. But I, I always thought I knew what I wanted out of a relationship, and I realized a couple days ago that I was almost correct. I've always known that I like, I like the, you're, you're not your average girl. That sounds cliche to say because everyone fucking says that, but like, I like a girl who likes video games, who's really nerdy, who's not, you know, a fucking plastic, like a Mean Girls reference. I don't, I'm not fond of like, the super tall, super attractive, boobs fucking as tall as Mount Everest and ass the size of giant watermelons. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. I just like, I like, I like girls who are calm, collected, 
and like nerdy and they like like geeky things like anime and video games and you know different kinds of music they don't just listen to fucking Iggy Azalea and shit like that not that that there's anything wrong with that I just that's always been what I lean towards when it comes to relationship so and I've always I've always known that but that's just the surface stuff I had I had no idea what I really wanted out of relationship and I thought I did until two things happened one Kendra and I broke up and Kendra explained to me why we were breaking up and why she felt she needed to break up with me and then I witnessed something while I was at the airport working so the first thing the reason Kendra and I broke up was I I think I I said this five minutes ago I wasn't gonna explain why but now I realize I have to explain why so the reason Kendra and I broke up was that I'm I'm the kind of guy who when I'm in a relationship like I said I'm balls to the wall I'm fully committed everything I revolve around that person I do everything for that person that I can because for two reasons one I would feel extraordinarily well received and loved if I experienced the same thing back so I take the feeling that if someone did this kind of stuff for me or said this kind of stuff for me I would feel amazing about it so I do that stuff to the other person. I always send a good morning text, I always send a good night text, I always like fully encourage them and I like talk them up and I bring flowers and chocolates. I do every I do everything I think even for a moment like would I like that? If there's a slightest hint of notion is yes, I fucking go for it and I just do it. So, and I've been doing that for a while with Kendra and I always it always seemed to go fine. Now, Kendra never really did the same stuff back. She would sometimes occasionally say good morning, but she would say, say it was like a simple good morning. She wouldn't make a whole big fucking deal out of it like I would, which is fine. I always thought that was fine. Not everyone can be the same energy and the same type of output as me. That's unrealistic because I'm a very special type of fucking person. So I didn't ever... Jackson's fucking nodding his head vigorously like, yeah, no shit, you special. <laughs> but, but I never... I never really ask the same thing back of the person I'm with. I just, I always just, this is how I am. The other, as long as the other person can accept me for who I am, that's all I ask for. And it is still what all I ask for with a bit of an exception now. But Kendra never really did the same thing back. She kind of just like took it all, but she, and then what happened leading up to the relationship is she just stopped talking to me altogether. She stopped texting me for two days straight and I got very, very nervous, but I, I, I didn't take it with too much of a nerve when it first happened, because it was finals week, she is doing a ton of exams, and she's also got stuff going on with family coming back from Vancouver, and she's planning like a bunch of different shit, and she also had two D&D campaigns going on, so I did. I just left it be because I figured, well, she's stupidly busy right now, I'm not going to bother her, and just leave it at that. But by the midday of the second day, I had sent four messages, including the good morning, good night text, and still nothing. So then I got nervous, and I eventually got a hold of her, and I called her, and I was like, yo, can we talk? Because, like, I want to make sure you're okay and everything's right. And she said, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm on my way home right now. Come over when I get home. And I was like, okay, cool. And I went over there and I basically, I told her that, like, I have no, I have, I have no problem with her not talking or anything. I understand that she's really, really busy. But just, like, send me a text, like, every so often, like, hey, I'm alive. Like, I'm doing okay. Like, I, I don't have any reason to worry kind of thing. And that was all I really asked for. And I didn't really think that would be such a bad thing. But then it brought what was, I guess, bubbling under the surface for her to light. And she decided, well, we're in this situation now. I have to tell you now that I don't think this is going to work out. And the reason she told me is that because when she 
received the text messages, and I hate talking about this because it makes me f seem like such a fucking awesome guy, and I hate that it seems that way, but try and t try and un I'll explain. So what she told me was that when she receives like the good morning text messages or the encouraging texts or the, the romantic poems or stuff that I say, like after the first night she spent with me, um, I sent her a text the next morning after she had already gone home after lunch and everything. And it was a big long text that I, I had made on the spot and it was like, it was poetry and rhyming and stuff that I, that I just genuinely felt about her. And I sent that to her. And she didn't say anything back, and I was like, okay, well, I probably just took her off guard with that. And then, like, several, several hours later, I said, like, hey, how's your night going? And she said, hey, it's going good, how about you? But she didn't mention the paragraph at all. So, and then a couple days later, that then she stopped texting me altogether. But, just for clarification, that I sent that. So she brought up the fact that when, I, when she gets text messages like that from me, she feels absolutely incredible and she feels very well loved and she just, she doesn't know what to say back. And she said that she had even showed it to her friends and she was like, what do I say back? I don't feel like this the same way. So what do I say back that, uh, without, like, without it being a lie? So p people can probably already see where this is going. So she told me that she can she cannot like she cannot feel the same way that I feel for her and that was unfair to me and she couldn't she couldn't deal with feeling always appreciated 100% of the time 24/7 feeling like a princess all the time if she couldn't also make me feel like a princess all the time as well. It, it was unfair. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I'm I see sorry. I, I just imagined you in like with a little tiara. <laughs> I'm a princess. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like on the serious note, that was that was the way she explained it. Was that she she felt it was unfair that she was always put up on this pedestal by me and always constantly you know complimented and appreciated and I was always there and if I if she asked for anything of me, I would have been there and point two three seconds flat but she couldn't do the same for me because she just genuinely didn't feel the same for me and she tried to feel the same for me and she tried i guess these are all her words by the way she she like tried to make poetry and like talk about how she felt about me but she just didn't feel the same way about me that i felt about her and she said that wasn't fair and it was nothing wrong with me whatsoever it was her choice to get into the relationship because i asked if she wanted to be together and she had said yes and this was like the fourth time we've been in a relationship as well we had on and off previously but this was like we're making this real we're making this official like we're not just kind of having a fling anymore this is gonna be official and she said yes and she said she said yes thinking that her opinion would change if we got into an official relationship and treated it like in a, a relationship but it didn't and she stayed in it because she felt loved and appreciated by me all the time and she didn't want to lose that but then I guess it just eventually got too much to her and it was too much of an unbalance between me constantly being there for her and complimenting her and appreciating her and her not being able to because she just didn't feel the same way about me and at the time when she was telling me this I told her I was like I can calm down then if you want like I can cool the comments and the the poems and stuff and I can I don't have to text you good morning every single morning if, if that's too much kind of thing trying to you know compromise and you know still make the relationship work because obviously I still want to make this relationship work and she said no you can't do that because then you won't be who you are and I love who you are 
but I can't have you as a relationship if I can't give you that exact same amount of love back. And that's not fair. And I didn't want to argue with her. There was no reason to argue with her. She had already made up her mind. She had already felt like this almost essentially from the beginning, just trying to overcome it. So I, I was kind of just defeated at that point. I was, I was, you know, really upset and crying. We were both fucking crying. We hugged for fucking a long ass time. <laughs> but eventually I went home and played video games trying to get my mind off it. And then I went to bed and didn't sleep. And it was bad. But... And then the next day at work was just as awful. I just felt terrible and went home. But the second day afterwards, I was standing... This is where the second point comes into play. And this is where it ties together. When I was standing, there's a position at my job. I work at an airport for anybody who's new to the podcast, in which case you're new. Hello, welcome to the, welcome to the podcast. Also, welcome to the stream. I was standing at the check-in point at the, at the airport where I do security. I hold a little... Um, laser gun that scans the barcode of your boarding pass so you can get into security and it's just me up there at the podium and I'm right I, at that point is where you see a lot of um, people crying basically because you stand there and you see couples coming up or family coming up and right before they meet you only people with boarding passes can go past you and everybody else has to stay there they're not allowed past there so right in front of you is where you see a lot of people hugging and kissing and saying they'll see them when they get back and stuff like that and it's a very emotional time and i never really paid attention to it because it's not my business obviously i'm just there to scan a boarding pass and make sure that you know they're not fucking illegal or criminals but this this one couple came up and they were they were holding hands and it was it was a guy with long black, long curly black hair and kind of like a receding hairline. He wasn't old by chance. Like, I think he was probably around 25, 25 years old. But he had like a really big forehead, long black curly hair pulled into a ponytail and a very unkempt beard. He's a little shorter than me and a little tubbier than me. So I'm trying to paint this picture because it'll, it'll, come, into, it'll come into play later, I promise. But the girl he was with, she's about the same height as him, a little shorter than me, short blonde hair, very very pretty she was very thin and pretty and just i would i would say she's a very good looking girl like she didn't have massive tits or an ass or anything like that that everybody fucking loves but she was like you know like from of just strictly views definitely a girl i could see myself with kind of thing and i saw this couple up coming up and they were she was just in tears she had her bag with her and he didn't have anything so i i knew she was the one that was leaving but they came up and they rounded the corner and they started hugging and like and they, they were talking to each other. I couldn't really hear them, but I was just kind of, you know, pacing around the podium, like, not, it's my, not my business, not paying attention. But then suddenly I could see he was just kind of standing there, like, agreeing. Well, he wasn't just kind of standing He was standing there, like, they were holding at the waist and everything. They were both kind of crying. But she, every single fucking time they kissed or something, she was always always the one that initiated it and went in and like he would lean into it as well obviously and then like and then like he would kiss her forehead and they would keep talking and everything and then she would kiss his forehead back after a couple conversations and everything and i could just see that it was like equal on both sides but it was also mainly her that was like really into the moment kind of thing and i it struck me then when i was watching this it hit me like a fucking bolt of lightning that that right there is what I want in a relationship. And I never would have saw that without Kendra and I breaking up and Kendra explaining to me how she felt that it was unfair in this relationship to for me to always be complimenting her and putting her on this pedestal and always doing anything for her and she didn't feel the same way back and she couldn't do the same thing back. But then I saw that couple 
and it was like the same amount of energy and they were both fully into each other and everything and I and I, I could just feel that energy and that's when I knew that is what I want that right there is exactly what I'm looking for in a relationship so I want in my now I know 100% it, yeah you Jackson you fucking know it <laughs> but, <laughs> but I know exactly what I want in a relationship now I basically want me as a female for a girlfriend I want I want someone who if I if I'm going to text them good morning sweetheart I hope you had a fantastic sleep full of like wonderful dreams and I hope your day is met with excellency and nothing but the best for you kind of thing I want the same kind of good morning text sent back or even sent first to me that that's basically it I I was always comfortable with being the overdramatic one, the hopeless romantic in the relationship, and doing all this stuff and not getting the same amount of energy back. I'd always been okay with that. And the relationships would end, but they wouldn't... Maybe they did end because they were un, unbalanced, but they never really... Those conversations never really came up. But then it came up with Kendra and I breaking up, and that was the reasoning for it. But now I see that that is exactly what I want in a relationship. So now I know going forward that if I get into a relationship, and the, and the sad thing is I can't see this right off the bat, of course. You need to become comfortable with the person you're with before you can see this kind of stuff and before I even do this kind of stuff. So that is the unfortunate thing. But now I know that if I get into a relationship and if I get to the point where I am now, you know, 100% in relationship mode, like I absolutely fucking love this person, adore this person, and I'm giving it my all and I'm not feeling the same amount of energy back or I don't even see the same amount of attempts back, I know this is not the relationship for me and I can be okay with that and know that it, it will I can end this now and feel comfortable ending it or they can end it and I'll feel okay with it because I know exactly what I'm looking for now so hopefully that makes sense I, and I wanted to explain that because a lot of people go around and they know they want a relationship they, they don't want to be single they want to be with someone and they want to feel loved and cared for by someone but everyone has their own way of what they want in a relationship in their own like what they what they value in a relationship like some people like Kendra they don't want someone who's always overly dramatic and you know over, overly lovey-dovey and sending all these good morning good night texts and stuff like that all the time because it just feels unbalanced and they don't love the same person back some people just want to be treated like a princess all the time without the without the feeling of giving anything back. Some people, like that, I would call those people wanting sugar daddies, but some people want that in a relationship, and that's totally fine. If you're comfortable with that and the person with you is also comfortable with that, that is totally okay. But I know now exactly what I want, and I want the equal amount of over-lovey-doveyness that I give to also come back, because, well, because I'm doing it, I'm doing it because that's exactly how I want to be treated and how I want to feel appreciated. So, I just wanted to share that. If you don't know what you want in your relationship yet, if you're in a relationship or if you're not in a relationship, then you, that's okay. You might not discover what you want, but for me, it was it was really seeing that couple and like both of them having the exact same energy towards each other and especially her initiating like kissing him a lot and kissing his forehead and stuff and it's like I've never been in, in a relationship before where the person I'm with has initiated like kissing or hugging or simple stuff like that more than me I've never been in a relationship like that so my goal now is to find a relationship where the initiations and the amount of love 
and such is equal on both sides. And I feel just like how if I was in a relationship with myself, if that makes any sense. So I'll wrap that up there. But I want to throw this to Jackson, if that's okay. What do you look for in a relationship? Like, what is your values kind of thing? If that if that makes any sense. It doesn't have to be as overly elaborate as mine with a huge fucking backstory or anything. But just, I've spent so much time now talking about what I want. I want to hear, like, what you want. How do you want to be treated and feel like for you to know what you want in a relationship? If you, if you even do know or not. And that's the thing. That's not something I have as much experience with as you do, obviously. Uh, you tend to be in a relationship more often than not. Which is true. Myself, I generally don't. Because, especially in the past couple of years, I've never really felt like I was in the right place to do so. Mm -hmm. I never felt the need to go out and find someone. So, that kind of goes hand in hand with that right now. It's just I'm going to be gone in a year from this place, most likely. So I'm not really looking for people like that. Mm -hmm. Sure, it'd be nice, but I don't think that's really fair. And there yeah. goes to the concept of fairness. It, if I, I'm not willing to uproot someone else for my own benefit. Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as what I look for, I don't really know. I don't consider any of the quote-unquote relationships that I've had to be actual relationships, so I don't know. But obviously I'm probably not going to find someone that's like you who's over the top. See, I and don't that, think that would be fair. And I was going to make that comment when I was talking about how I want to be treated the way I treat people and you were like pointing at yourself and be like hey, hey, hey. I was gonna make the comment it was like no you and me as a relationship would never fucking work because no because I would even if we did do a relationship between you and I it would be just like it was with me and Kendra I'd be telling you, like good morning good nights and all this ridiculous like lovey-dovey stuff you could do poems back I fucking know you could but <laughs> but I would be so doing it <laughs> but I would be doing it way fucking more than you would, and it would just feel unbalanced and unjust. I would, I probably get less than quality. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that the poems and stuff that I say don't mean anything? How dare you? They mean a lot. <laughs> but no, like this, like I was just like, and it's a weird thing because two people can be in a relationship and be completely different kinds of people on almost every kind of spectrum you can imagine. You look at them, you go, how in the fuck are they compatible? Like, but they just happen to be. They just work. And those are fine. Those relationships do exist, and I thought I could have a relationship like that. But I, I now know 100% that I can't. I need to have a relationship where the exact same amount of energy and the same feelings of interest and love and just over-ridiculous need to be equal to, to for me to be like 100% okay and have like no anxiety or worry whatsoever and I know that now 100% I didn't think it mattered but I know now because of the Kendra breakup and because of seeing that two couples together so you and me as a relationship while I would do my best to make it work I could see it just not working because of unbalanced in 
you know, lovey-doveyness between the two of us. So, uh, not to mention distance. That as well. Yeah, no longer doing long-distance relationships. Been there, done that. Long distance. Yeah, but apparently, supposedly, you'd be moving here in a year. So, hmm, there you go. That fixed the distance <laughs> issue. Also, I can meet your parents really easily because they live here now. Not that I haven't already numerous times, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It's not like you haven't been to my place like 30 billion times. Right? Yeah, and you went over to my place and brought my mother cookies. So, like, we've already done the whole parents thing. <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> He's not but, lying. Folks. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, but one thing you did mention, I just want to say to, to you and anybody listening to this podcast... Like Jackson mentioned, he has. I've had way more relationship like experience than he has, which is true, and that's mainly because like it's as far as I know. I, I never really directly asked him, but as far as I know, relationships for Jackson are not top of his priority list, and I don't think they ever really have been. Whereas for me, I fucking thrive in a relationship, and I feel at home when I can appreciate the shit out of someone, and I feel good and happy and proud of myself when I can do that. So when I'm single, I just feel lonely, I feel depressed, and I feel just upset that I'm not, I'm gonna grow up and die alone with my video games and my stuffed My Little Pony stuff. And it's just gonna be really, really sad. So, <laughs> but, so I constantly, if I'm single, I'm looking for a relationship. Like, it's never been like, um, I, I'm, I'm constantly either in single ready to mingle mode or in a relationship not looking mode. It's, it's always it. I the only time I really have like a breather. Yeah, it is. The only time I really have like a breather of not looking for a relationship is like a very short window after a breakup. The only time it's been like a really really long window is of course when Kayla and I broke up. But that was the longest relationship I've ever been in, and we were planning to move halfway across the country together after two and a half years, and then we didn't. So that that was of course different. But most of my relationships, they 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 end. I take a I take a bit of time for myself. And I don't talk to that person because I still garner the same feelings, and I need to let those feelings die out. But then, like, as soon as I'm feeling like comfortable with myself and like okay, I can move on now, I'm immediately looking like around. Like any kind of girl I look, I'm like, hey, how old are they? What kind of thing? Like, do do I do I feel the same kind of emotional connection back and forth? Like I'm always looking because I thrive in that environment. So I just imagined you'd be just like. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> just walking in like an old cowboy saloon, popping over those yeah, doors, exactly. like boom, hello, ladies, <laughs> gentlemen, <laughs> or gentlemen. I'm not. I'm not bi. I'm straight. Don't get your ideas in a twist. <laughs> Pod, podcast listeners, you can hear everybody going like, "What? No, I'm, I'm straight. Don't worry about it." So, but tying this all back to the comment, I was gonna say. Even though that Jackson does not have as much, you know, experience with relationships, and like he said, the relationships he has had, he doesn't really consider them actual relationships. Which, I mean, I, the first one, which, was your first relationship, Ray? No. No, that was like the second one. Your first relationship, I would say, was Amelia. If that. If that. The first word we can uh, borderline call a relationship, Amelia. Was there anything before Amelia? Uh, you just got a... Oh. Yes, there was something before Amelia. I remember. Okay, if you don't mind me bringing this up at all, if you, if, if you mind, then I'll stop. There might be another one. Yeah, because yeah. wasn't there a girl at you met when you were in Air Cadets at band yes. camp training? Yes. yes. I have no fucking idea what her name was, but 
What was that? Mackenzie. Mackenzie, right. Was I there... actually remember that name. Holy fuck. That's amazing. <laughs> That's like 12 years ago. That was a long time ago. That was like 11, fucking 11 years ago. Yeah, good lord. Jesus Christ, I'm old. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm. We're both single and we're old. This is not good. <laughs> but so okay. So but was that would, was like not even a thing. I was twelve. There you yes. <laughs> well, okay. If if we're not even calling relationships at twelve relationships, then I can't even consider like Ashley my first relationship, which I don't even think you know about. Probably not. The first one that I remember you having was the girl at Tumblr Ridge. Right. So, okay. So, yeah, that was Anastasia, but everyone called her Tassie. Yes. Yeah, Tassie. Oh, that girl. Man, I fucking loved her. But, no, so technically... <clears throat> see, it's weird when you get into, like, what you consider a relationship. I would consider my... F I would say my first all-time actual relationship would be Tassie. That would, that would be my first relationship, but I was fucking young when that happened. I was, I was either, I think I knew you at the time, so it had to have been at earliest grade six, because that's when I met you. Mm -hmm. yep. So it had to be around grade six. So even if you can really call that a relationship, I don't know. I, and in this day Hell and age, no. at, at my now ripe old ass age of 23, I say that's not a relationship, but she was, I say, I don't think it's a relationship, but I still consider her an ex-girlfriend because we, like, we were intimate with each other. We did, you know, kiss and hang out all the time at her place and everything. We obviously didn't have sex because, you know, fucking grade six, but apparently grade six is having sex nowadays anyways, some fucking changes of times, but I still, like, I don't consider her a relationship, but I still consider her my ex-girlfriend, if that makes any sense. But. Anyways, we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. So, was there anyone before Mackenzie, though? Or was Mackenzie, like, the first one? Because Amelia came after Mackenzie, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. So... No. No? Okay. I don't remember. When when did we go to Slave Lake that one year? What year was it? When we went to Slave Lake? That would have been grade if seven. It would have been grade seven. Yeah, it would have been either grade seven or grade... Yeah. No, 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 it was grade seven. Because Lindsay and I, Lindsay and I met then at grade seven, and then by grade eight, early grade nine, was when I started dating um, Heidi down in uh, fucking Sandspit. Yes. Yeah. So. Wait, no, 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 no! You started dating Heidi like a long time after that. Really? Because we were still in Air Cadets when I started dating Heidi. Because we met through Air Cadets. Yes, but. When you started dating her, you had a vehicle. That's right, I did. So it had to have been 16 at the time. Shit. Man, fucking times are tough. It's hard to fucking tell times. Okay, but yeah, anyways. You joined cadets really late. I was on and off cadets. Because I the when I met Heidi was the second time I joined cadets. Because I joined cadets early on, and then I left. Like, I wasn't there. Yeah, because of hair. But I wasn't... <laughs> for, but the first time I joined, I wasn't there for very long. I was there for maybe... A month two at the max and then I left because I wanted to get my hair back out and then I joined again because you were in it and because I saw that Remembrance Day ceremony and I wanted to be cool and I'm pretty sure I talked about the Remembrance Day ceremony and that fucking horrible experience for me on this podcast before yes I'm, so if you've heard it great if you haven't 
Maybe I'll talk about it later, but it's it's a long story. I won't get into it at this time. But and that was the second time I joined, and that was during that run of Air Cadets was when I met Heidi. So and mm-hmm. that and then I had a car at that time. But anyways, so for you, it's been in order. If I, as far as I can remember, it was Mackenzie, and then Amelia, Ray, and then I don't think there was anything between Ray and Lindsay. Not Lindsay or. L- how do you fucking pronounce her name? Lindsay. It is just Lindsay? Okay. Mm-hmm. But there's no D in it. It's just L I N C. Yep. Okay. So Lindsay. Okay. But I think it's only been those four Mackenzie, Amelia, Ray, and Lindsay. Or is, is there any other anybody else I'm missing? Nope. No. That's it. Okay. So yeah. So like for Jackson, he's only ever had four relationships, quote unquote, relationships in his entire experience. And most of them were during middle school and high school. The only one that's been like outside of high school was Lindsay. And that was, that was barely a thing. Yeah, that was barely a thing. So he it's totally understandable for him not to know exactly what he what he's looking for in a relationship. And it might take him this sounds super depressing, I don't mean it that way, but it might take him a couple more relationships and like, you know, getting with people and like breaking up with them to fully find out what he wants in a relationship out of another person and for him to, you know, to discover himself and know what he wants and same for anybody listening to this podcast right now if you don't know what you want out of a relationship fully that's totally fine you just have to either see other relationships and then just like be like that's exactly what i want don't use tv or film for ideas of what you want out of relationships they're not real okay don't do that you need to see actual relationships in the wild irl or be in them to understand relationships okay just let me make that clear because so many people want you know your tv fucking film drama relationships and that's not what a relationship is in the fucking slightest so anybody out there if you don't know what you want yet that is okay you will probably go through a couple more like getting together and breakups before you discover what you actually want or you might get really lucky and discover someone and just feel 100% at peace and a-okay with them and you know you can feel the energy from the other person that you're with that they feel 100% a-okay and at peace with you and that is a beautiful thing but it can sometimes be a lie because I've truly felt that with almost every single one of my relationships, but I'm a unique fucking specimen flower where I just, when I'm in a relationship, I explode and I'm in full relationship mode and I give it my all and I feel good in my heart to myself for giving it my all. Not necessarily in that order. Yeah, not necessarily in that order, but... But the main thing is that I feel good and happy inside because I genuinely feel like I am making the other person happy but there's really no way to know if you are or not when so much a relationship is spent through texting. This is the only way to really know is when you're there in person. And even when you're there in person, the other person in your relationship might put up a front. They might put up an act. Kendra has the unique ability to do that because we're both actors. So and she was like genuinely trying to feel the same way. And I didn't see a hint of a problem except for when we weren't together and she would go a long period of time without texting and then before we broke up the two days completely without texting those things I could see so take the time for yourself get into relationships and discover what you're looking for and you might not find out right away and that is okay it just helps you narrow down exactly what you're looking for and you might not even discover what you're looking for in a relationship you might be like me and after like the umpteenth 
fucking relation. I don't even know how many relationships I've been in by now. Like, I've been in a lot, but and I don't. Th that sounds like a man whore, but I'm, I'm not a. I wouldn't consider myself a man whore. I just I thrive in relationships. I like being. Are you trying to count all of them right now? Fine, you count, and then I'll count afterwards. <laughs> we'll fucking do this too. But to wrap this up it's, before it, we do, I the swear character. to God, it's probably been at least twelve. At least 12. See, the funny thing is a couple nights ago, I was counting to myself how many people I had had sex with, but it's not the same amount of people that I've had a relationship with, which... For, for reasons. For reasons. Like, for instance, some people probably think this right now, and maybe this is too much information, but welcome to the podcast. No. I share all my personal information. I'm not talking about sex, okay? I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying when, like, because I mentioned that after the first night Kendra and I spent together, I sent her a very long, meaningful, romantic text message the next morning after she had already gone home. We did not have sex that night. We had gone to a Christmas party, and then afterwards, we, we had gone home, we watched some Game of Thrones, and we went to bed, and we just cuddled and just held each other in, in our arms and fell asleep. And it was beautiful. I was so happy. And you don't have to have sex to be happy. You can simply cuddle with the same person under the same sheets and be totally okay, fully clothed. You don't need to have sex. And I felt at peace and happy. So I just wanted to make that clear. Cause so many people will say like, when you spend the night with someone, that's like, they fucking boned. Oh shit. They fucking coming for you, Jackson. They found out. <laughs> just fucking, I'm out! Podcast over! Bye! <laughs> so. Sorry. That's okay. Whereas. Yeah, so. Let's wrap this. Let's wrap this up. How many. You count how many relationships you think I've been in. I'll count how many relationships I'm thinking. And we're, we're talking about like actual, fully invested relationships. So. Oh, lordy. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so, we're gonna. We're, let me see here. You go ahead, you're gonna count in your head, I'm gonna... I don't want there to be awkward moments of just quiet on the podcast, so I'm gonna say mine out loud just so there's actual noise going on, I apologize. Oh, are, are the cops at your door? No. No? Okay, you just took your headphones off, I was like, is there someone nagging, like, fucking, police, FBI, open up! We know you're looking at lollies, or something, I don't know. <laughs> but, okay, so, my first ever actual relationship, it was Tassie. After Tassie, there was Lindsay. Then after Lindsay, there was Heidi. After Heidi, mm -hmm. you're missing one. Between Lindsay and Heidi? Yes. Who, who did I date between Lindsay and Heidi? Starts with an S. I. It wasn't Erica. No, I didn't date Erica. I dated Kayla, but Kayla was after Heidi. Yes. So I'll throw uh, Kayla up there as well. What about Shay? I never dated Shay. Okay. I yeah. didn't know if he did or not. Nope. We never dated. So then. Shay. So there was I Lindsay. Swear there was someone before that. No. Nope. Oh, the other girl. Annalise. Nope. Annalise? I never dated Annalise. Annalise and I had a thing after Heidi and I broke up, and then Heidi and Theo got together, and Annalise and I, we definitely had a thing, and we definitely talked like a couple, but we never actually, like, fully committed to each other. So, okay. and I throw Annalise in the same pile as I throw Ashley, I know, you don't know about Ashley, because I met Ashley back when I was going to school in Blue Ridge, and I didn't meet you before that. So, yeah, so actual relationships, I say, Lindsay, Tassie, Heidi, Kayla, Ka Kayla Crory, I think was her last name? 
or Corral, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if I, just different, yeah different Kayla than the one I always talk about. And after Kayla, then it was. What was that really short girl's name? The one Sam. every. Who? Sam. Was it Sam? So, yeah, it was definitely Sam. Just Did Sam. I out with Logan. Mm, no, it was the 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 girl that. Oh, you'd be that. One. Yeah. Though. Okay. Please, nobody oh. get offended. The one that was like an actual legal midget. Yes, I don't remember her name. I don't remember her name either, but everyone fucking hated her. <laughs> she was a bitch, dude. She yeah, she was. She was she was she was really awful. <laughs> but I was the only one that was actually fucking nice to her to begin with because I just felt like maybe she just misunderstood. No, she's just straight up a bitch. <laughs> Actually, do I really? Cause that was only for like a couple. Weeks. It was a month at maximum. Do I even? You were pretty lovey-dovey. Yes, but that you know what? I can't remember her name. I'm, if I can't remember their name, it's not a relationship. I'm going with that rule, so we're gonna skip her. Okay, and then it was Ashley Mack was the fifth one, and that was my Ashley Mack was my first big relationship. We were together oh, for yeah. the whole school year, so Ashley. It's for for like huge big relationships, it would go Tassie because Tassie was like four to six months, and then Ashley, who was a full year, and then after Ashley was MJ. Yep. Yep. And around MJ was when you were dating Ray because we fucking both slept in tents in my backyard. Great times. Yep. <laughs> so then. I remember that. Yeah. So then after MJ, and then when MJ and I broke up, that's when I moved to Kelowna, and then I dated. Kayla Shit Before okay When I moved to Kelowna before I met Kayla Right There was Sarah There, there was Sarah Sarah's a weird mixed bag though Because Sarah and I were constantly on and off Through a long ass period of time Like I met Sarah when I was still in high school When I went to Kelowna to look at Kato and then we didn't get together there because she had a relation she had a boyfriend. But then she went back to Saskatchewan. I went to back to Alberta. She broke up with him because she had feelings for me. We got together, did long distance. We broke up because of long distance. Realized we were both going to Kelowna. Got back together again. Broke up again. I finally moved to Kelowna. She came to Kelowna to visit her family. We got together again. It's fucking on and off all over the goddamn place. So, if we combine all the times we were together. And, I, and we were definitely heavy, heavy, lovey-dovey for each other. So I would consider that a relationship. So then we have Sarah. That makes eight. And then we had Kayla, who makes nine. Kayla, the longest relationship I ever had, two and a half years. And then after Kayla, we, there was Isabel, which is ten. And then the last relationship after Isabel, which was Kendra. So that's eleven. You're forgetting about Isabel? No, I just said Isabel. Did you? Yeah, I said Kayla, and then which was nine, and then Isabel, who was ten, and then Kendra, who was eleven. Hmm. So let, so let's recap. Linz, there is Tassie, Lindsay, Heidi, um, Ashley, Mac, um, Kayla, Kayla, and then there was MJ, Sarah, Kayla B, Isabel, Kendra. That's ten. Who am I missing? between 10 and 11 relationships I've ever had in my life. So, so we take, like, I've been in 10, to, between 10 and 11 relationships in my entire life, 
And those are what I consider actual relationships. Like there was a girl at the very beginning named Ashley, who's I don't consider an actual relationship. And then plus the really, really short, very angry girl, whose name I can't remember, who's oh, also yeah. a relationship. So in total, like all girls I've ever been with, it's well over 12. But it's between 10 and 11 for actual relationships I consider. Versus you Jackson. Ever date Sam? I don't know who you like. Little Sam? Oh, oh, like, like, uh, the Sam that was always with Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. No, 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 no. Sam and I never dated. No, I never dated Sam. I never dated Shay. You bugged the shit out of her. Oh, yeah. I fucking bugged the hell out of Sam because it was fun as hell. She had the best reactions. So, Mm -hmm. to be clear, chat, I did not bully Sam. It was playful banter and bugging, okay? (laughs) Before everyone gets high up in arms here. I was the kid who wore camo cargo pants and a long blonde ass mullet. You think I could bully anyone? Please. (laughs) You're mistaken. He's not wrong. Yeah. So. The good old days. The good old fucking awful days. Are you kidding me? I had people putting lighters in my hair and like cutting it in fucking art class and shit like the only reason I joined the football team was so that I could actually you know be popular in high school and people wouldn't pick on me as much because they would they would see me in the cat's football jacket and be like oh shit he part of the football club don't pick on him kind of thing it didn't fucking work it didn't, <laughs> work. It didn't work at all I it's fucking like it's you know how badly it didn't work one of the guys that cut my hair was on the fucking football team that's how badly it did not work so it's fucking awful let me guess Nick nope wasn't Nick it was a guy named Harry uh, he was uh, one of the grade 12s when you were grade 11, right? Yep. He was a big guy. So, yeah, not good. But anyways, we are well over our time for the podcast. I really hope we don't fucking go too long that I can't upload this to Anchor and have to do a two-parter. But we're going to wrap it up there. Basically, like, Jackson's had four relationships in total in his lifetime, and he's one year older than me, if that. And I've had between 10 and 11. So... I've, I've very much narrowed down what I'm looking for now in a relationship, whereas he probably hasn't, and that's totally okay. People grow at different speeds, especially when it comes to relationships, and if you, active listener, have gotten this far through the podcast or this live stream, then I just want you to know if you're not in a relationship right now, or even if you are but you're not sure about it, don't worry. Don't feel bad, and if it ends, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's a learning experience. You've learned more about yourself and what other people are like, and you can narrow down exactly what you're looking for in a relationship so that when you do find a relationship, you know exactly what to experience, and if anything doesn't meet, like, your levels, you can understand that if you can deal with them and move on, or if you can't, you need to end it before it goes so long that you just feel like you can't end it anymore. So, that's that's basically all I want to talk about. We didn't talk about a single thing gaming-related this stream, but you know what? That's okay. So, that's about it. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about, Jackson? Anything you want to say? No? No, sir. Okay. Well, I'll just finish up with the chat here. PGL Kielto says, best podcast in Canada. That's so nice of you, but you're also a subscriber, so you kind of have to say that, and I appreciate that. So... <laughs> um, Kilo also says, I'm with you, Tor. Seventh grade, to be honest. I, I mean, I dated the same girl from eighth to twelfth. See? And that's totally chill. That's And you probably learned a lot about yourself and that other person. And you said you dated the same girl from eighth to twelfth. Makes me feel like you're not with that same girl anymore. Which is fine. It's totally okay. But I bet you know, or at least a lot about yourself now from being in a relationship like that. So, that's totally okay. Anywho, 
I'm gonna, we're gonna end this podcast here. Legitness, legitness, actually end the podcast here because Jackson wants to go make his beef stroganoff. It's probably not what he's thinking at all. Chicken stir fry. Chicken stir fry. <laughs> Damn. Beef, no. Chicken. Yeah. Stroganoff, no. Stir fry. <laughs> uh, so we're going to let him go and do that. I'm going to finish my sandwich and going to have a good night for myself. And I will, we will see you guys all next time because I don't think it's going to be next week at all. Next so. year. Probably see you guys next year. If not, well, you'll find out when the next podcast comes out. So thank you guys all for joining. Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, have a wonderful end of year. And we will see you guys all next year for season two of the Wings and Rifts Totally Unstructured podcast, where probably nothing will change. It'll be just the same old random goofiness and sometimes meaningful conversations like today that you know and love. So thank you guys all so much for watching. If you enjoyed the podcast, tell your friends, give us a like, share us around. And if you don't like the podcast, well, you can leave us a comment or you can follow us at Twitter to send us really mean, hateful gifts and memes. And that's totally okay and totally chill. So thank you guys all much for watching and listening. And we'll see you guys all next time. This has been Wingless Valkyrie and Refixix. And we'll see you guys next year, probably. Bye. Good night. Have a lovely night. Good night.